<laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. How's it hanging? Uh, to the left. All How right. are you? <laughs> <laughs> How As are you usual. Yeah. Uh, how's it going here? Great. Just, just dandy. Good. That's great news. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. Just <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, I am Joe Bali. And I am Susanna Jacques. And we are your hosts for the next hour of three <laughs> funny ladies. Uh, the hour after that, we don't know. So no, I don't know what's what's following us. I don't uh, know. But uh, yeah, so uh, what have you been up to? God, nothing. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> what have you been up to? Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. Um. Um, so, uh, there had, so last week we discussed, uh, persuasion Mm -hmm. and that obviously is starring Dakota Johnson. Mm -hmm. And I talked about how much I wanted to love her. And I almost said, and I didn't, I almost said, you know, if she really wants me to love her, she needs to join the MCU. And literally the next day, uh, it was leaked that she is joining the MCU. Yep. As Miss Webb or whatever it's called. (laughs) Adam Webb. <laughs> Miss Webster. She's going to move in with Alex Karras and Susan. <laughs> oh, what Su- was her name? Susan. Alex. What? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, shit. Not Lucci. <laughs> <laughs> and Susan, Susan Lucci. <laughs> Susan Clark. Of course. Everyone knows Susan Clark. Everyone knows that really easy memorable name oh, also, like that easy bitch <laughs> that, <laughs> she'd lay Susan down for Clark anybody was a notoriously easy bitch <laughs> J- jk jk um they were married in real life yeah they were they were probably how she uh, got the job are they both dead is he dead i'm she dead? i'm sure i'm sure they both are everybody's dead <laughs> oh okay <laughs> he, he is dead and she is not dead there you go how old is she uh, she was born in 43, so that's almost 80. Yes, correct. All right. Um, also, someone else is joining the MCU. <gasps> Olivia oh. Coleman oh, is right. joining the MCU. <laughs> and I saw today that uh, finish your finish your Olivia Coleman. Oh, that was it. That, that was that was it. But she's gonna be in what now? Black Black Slither? Nope. Ghost First of all, it's Black Panther. Nope. <laughs> it's Black Panther, and she's not in Black Panther. But Martin Freeman is in Black Panther, and he's another Brit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she is going to be in. Oh shit, I forgot what it's called, but it's basically it's a Disney Plus show um, about Nick Fury. Mm, Nick Fury. Yeah. Um, and I just saw today that John Krasinski is also now part of the family. Well, he was in. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. He was in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, as the Fantastic Four person? Yes. Has mm-hmm. that, that has that been confirmed that he's going to play Reed? I don't know. I saw a thing. I yeah, just I don't think that's been confirmed. Entertainment Weekly. So. Oh. Today. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. Oh, well, I have to check that out. Yes, he was um, Reed, Reed Richards. Fantastic mm-hmm. Four isn't great. Um, he was Reed Richards in Multiverse of Madness. So. Were all of the Fantastic Four in that movie? No, just him. Oh, well, that's stupid. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd explain it to you, but you don't care. So <laughs> I appreciate you looking after me. Um, so that's all that's happening here. Um, big news for us as a couple. Oh, is oh. that we have a new logo. We sure do. And it's cute as a button. It is real nice. I'm real, real happy with how it turned out. So just look it up. Joe did it all by himself. Well, no. then Brandy Joe put yeah. it up on things, but you and know. he judged it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it, yeah, it's, it's nice. I like it. It's real so, cute. Let us know what you think. I know you won't, but I just thought I'd put it out there anyway. <laughs> you know what I think attracts people to us is our positive energy. Yeah. Write us, but you won't. So don't worry about it. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we do not have any funny Valentines today. All right. Well, so that's okay. We'll move on from that All and right. check, check and done. Um, so it's Shark Week, you know. Oh, okay. And uh, they had a Jackass Shark Week special that I watched this week, which was real good. How and then, did they uh, punk the sharks? No, they don't punk people. They okay, do terrible things to themselves. Oh, oh, to themselves. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Or to each other. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, they know what they're signing up for. Yeah, like one guy, they built this real rickety glass bottom boat. <laughs> And put him into the ocean with sharks swimming all around him. And he had this, he was supposed to push this button for some sort of research, but every time he did, they put a collar around him that then shocked his, shocked him in the neck. And that was real funny. <laughs> oh, 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 oh God. hold that thought. One thing though, cause they, I, they had a, a special last year, which I didn't know until I watched this one. And so they did a, a jumping the shark actual thing, you know, like, Oh, sure. How we say that about happy days. Yes. But they actually did the thing where one of the guys like jumped one jumped. Yeah. Um, But it did not go well. And he landed right smack dab in the middle of the sharks. Oh, my God. And got his arm bitten all to hell from a shark. It was crazy. I mean, they showed it like just blood everywhere in the ocean. So but he got back in the water with the sharks this time. Um, speaking of jackass, Johnny Knoxville is going to star in a new show with Kegel, Ke- 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 Kegel, with, Ke- with, Ke- with Kegels, with, Michael's keys, with my Kegels, with <laughs> Kegel, Michael Key, with Kegels, Michael Kinkles. <laughs> I saw that and it sounds so interesting. Yeah. And our girl, Judy Greer. Yep. 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 And their perpetual Riser, best friend, unfortunately, um, you know, he's grown on me, but that's because he's in stranger things. Oh, he is? He is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, he's not as bad as Billy Crystal, but. I mean, I don't know how the two compare, but okay. They're just older Jewish comedians. I have a Paul Reiser story, actually. Shall I tell it? uh, Obviously. So when I was living in New York, uh, my friend Adam worked at Calvin Klein. Okay. And so I just happened to be there one day in the office visiting my friend Adam and it was when uh, Helen Hunt was doing Twelfth Night at Shakespeare in the Park. Oh, right. So they that were, sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> they were filming the first few episodes of the season of Mad About You actually in New York because she was there. Right. So while I was visiting my friend, they got a call from the Mad About You set and Paul Reiser wanted a leather jacket. So they 
gathered up some leather jackets and Adam was like, do you want to come with us? And I was like, uh, duh. Right. So we go on down to the uh, location uh, set of Mad About You. And so we get there and it was just the three of us, me, Adam, and then the design guy. So the design guy goes into Paul's trailer. And so Adam and I have to stand outside. And so while we're just standing outside the trailers, a man comes out of a different trailer and says, um, excuse me, uh, the two of you need to back up to the curb, please, because Miss Hunt is about to come out of her trailer and y- and you need to leave her alone. Basically, that was the story. So Bitch, we, we ain't here for her. We had to back up to the curb oh, while she came you, out of her Ellen trailer Hunt. and walked past us. And then, so then... Uh, Paul Reiser comes out of his trailer with the design guy. So we're just standing like in a circle and Paul Reiser is standing directly across from me. Okay. And he looks up at me and he starts just like waggling his finger like this. No, no. Why? I I don't know. I was like, I, I don't, I, what's, I'm not sure what is happening here. And this went on for, I don't know, maybe 20 seconds or so. Okay. And then he just put his hand down and then that was it. And I was like, I, I did I do something? I don't know what I did. I don't, I'm not sure. I have no idea. Paul Reiser. What the fuck does that mean? Like at least you were allowed in his vicinity because you couldn't breathe. Helen Hunt said, fuck her. (laughs) By the way, she's terrible. So fuck her. No one's there to look at you, honey. Go to 12 tonight. Don't look at me. Don't, I don't, uh, they can't be around me. Helen who? That's what I would have said. Open like Helen who? <laughs> I'm hideous. Don't look at me. Right. Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. Fuck uh, all the way off. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else is happening? I can't think of a single thing that I have watched that's been interesting. Single bingle. Or seen or looked at or... I'm watching last night's episode of Big Brother. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just reading Um, about it this year. I... What did I watch? I think that was last week. Um, Oh, you had suggested the final straw, that game show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well... Uh, I was getting super frustrated because I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, he told me where to find it. Why is it not coming up? Well, that's because I was searching the last straw. <laughs> and by the time I figured it out, I was not in the fucking mood. And then I, and then, well, fuck and then, this show. <laughs> oh, right, well, well, if you can't be named what I think you're named, go fuck yourself. Um, so that was that. Was that. That was then. Um, this is now. That was then. This is now. That's the name of a book, right? Like a young adult book. Does that I'm ring sure a bell? it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> oh, sure. Let's just say yes. I, I, that was then. Now we have cancer, probably. <laughs> they're either vampires or they have cancer. That's all that young adult books are. Well, in my in my day, it was not vampires, but it definitely was cancer. <laughs> in cancer my day, transcends. <laughs> In my yeah. day, brothers and sisters <laughs> fucked in an attic. That's and right. Bad in <laughs> and that's the way I liked it. <laughs> that's the way I liked it. Brothers <laughs> and sisters fucking in an attic. <laughs> Can you imagine? We we just read those. We just read those books. Oh my god! I was like in seventh grade when I read that book. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And we just read them. Yeah. And, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nope. Oh, nobody better than adult. I. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're what now? 
there i'm sorry what about the graphic sexual scenes between siblings yeah let's just that's fine yeah sure have at it <laughs> have fun just have don't fun. bother me until my stories are over if you see taste of our lives on you better be reading that <laughs> brother sister porn because i don't want you to talk to me <laughs> oh like, growing up back then <laughs> my sister had the book forever by judy bloom and i would literally because all the good parts were dog-eared anyway from her and her friends hilarious so when she was not home i would literally sneak into a room and i would read all the dirty parts what is that one about i don't know i have never read it i've only read parts you just of it. read the scenes cool 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 cool. it's a teenage um, girl and a teenage boy who have sex oh they do it yeah oh yeah um i'm sure i've read it yeah um, but yeah, VC and I mean, that is, that's just not okay. Now they have lifetime movies. Yeah. There's a, there's a series, like a prequel series. And somebody fam- somebody like that I respect is in the latest one. Harry Hamlin is in this. Yep. That's not who I'm thinking about. <laughs> no, I said uh, respect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. You're right. Though. There is someone who I'm like, wow, poor yeah, thing. It's a woman. It's a woman for sure. Well, Ellen Burstyn was in those movies, the remakes. That's another one. But, you know, for some reason, it didn't phase me too much. Um, Who is it? And every time I see the commercial, I'm like, that is just, that seems weird. Anyway, I don't know. Okay, Mulgrew. And I think it is her, but also, I don't remember respecting her that much. (laughs) I I literally don't know any of the other women that are in this. Oh, and Kelsey Grammer's in it too. Was that her? Fuck that piece of shit. He deserves a, he deserves a flower in the attic movie. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck that Frazier. Fuck that Frazier. Fuck him right in his Frazier. Um, what else? Any other fun things? Um, let's see. We covered Lightyear last time in Jurassic Park. We sure did. Uh, Thor. We sure did. And yeah, I haven't I, done anything since then. I haven't been to the movies in forever. I want to see Nope. Joe saw it. Oh, he you did? Can listen to his take on his podcast called Scaring is Sharing. It's a lovely podcast. That, that was not a segue, but I love how it worked out. Yeah, it was not planned at all. Um, yeah. I, I gotta, don't want to see it. You don't? Mm-mm. Why not? Look, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> I just have not enjoyed his movies. That's fine. So, yeah, I one of the few who did not love Get Out, and I liked Us even less. I have not watched Us, but I liked Get Out. I mean, I didn't love it, but I liked it. Yeah. So I was like, nope, nope. All right. Yeah, so there's not really a whole lot out right now anyway. There I do want to see not. Marcel the Shell with Shoes on. See, I have no desire to see that whatsoever. And uh, there's that Where the Crawdads scene, but I read that book and I did not like that book. And apparently she's being accused of murder or her husband or the Who? author of the the author of the book, her husband and her being accused of murder or something. I don't know. There's wow. some controversy. So I'm going to look that up. Uh, yeah. Nothing's starting tomorrow either. So donkeys yeah. of summer indeed. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, that's a big bunch of bullshit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Sure is. Yeah. That's that's bullshit right um, there. So shall we move to our lady then? I guess. I guess we've. <laughs> I guess we'll do the point of the podcast. <laughs> I guess we're just plum. We're like an old married couple. We're just no, plum out of talk. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. Let's give so, them something to. Nope, I can't. Uh, we can't wow. afford it. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Don't do that. So today's lady of the week is none other than Miss Sally Field. That's right. Let me tell you about her. The, the beloved effervescent Sally Field. Absolutely. Uh, my information comes from oh, Wikipedia, an interview in the Tennessean, which oh. is, I think, a newspaper, uh, an interview in Parade Magazine, and also from her 2018 memoir called In Pieces, Oh, uh, which is a lovely book. Sally Margaret Field was born on November 6th, 1946, which makes her 75 years old. That's crazy. So crazy. She was born in Pasadena. That is in California. Her mother, Margaret, was an actress. And her father, Richard, served in the Army during World War II. Oh, wow. She has one brother who is called Richard. And he is a physicist and an academic. <laughs> Why is that funny? Sorry. Oh my, he's a physicist? Oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, physicists are hilarious. Um, no, you said, and he's called Richard. And my, in my brain, I said, okay, but what's his name? <laughs> I, and it wasn't even his that His name funny. is Tom, but they call him Richard. <laughs> And he's a physicist. Oh, my God. Uh, Her parents divorced in 1950 when she was four. And her mother married an actor and stuntman named Jock Mahoney. Now, in her memoir, uh, she uh, came out and said that she was sexually abused by him. Oh, no. For years during her childhood. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, As a teen, uh, she attended Portola Middle School and then Birmingham High School in Van Nuys. She was a cheerleader, and one of her classmates was Cindy Williams. Oh, look at that. I know. She married Stephen Craig, who was her high school sweetheart. Uh, They were married from 1968 to 1975. And they had two sons, Peter, who was a novelist and a screenwriter, and Eli, who was an actor and a director. From 1976 to 1980, she was involved with Burt Reynolds, during which time they co-starred in four films together. They broke up in 1980, but they continued to date on and off before permanently splitting in 1982. Of Burt Reynolds, she says, quote, he wanted me to be who he thought I was and not who I truly was. We were a perfect Mm -hmm. match of flaws. That wouldn't happen today. What we had, I wouldn't allow it. I just couldn't see my way out of it. Oh, I know. But and she I'm, did. And that's all that matters. Yeah. And I'm sure because they were like the it couple, they were the benefit right. of their day. So I'm sure oh all of that extra added pressure. Yeah. Was not good for trying to break out of it. Right. She married her second husband, Alan Greisman in 1984. Together. They had one son, Sam, who was born in 1987. 
And then she and Alan divorced in 1994. I love this story. Um, she has two Oscars, which sit on a bookshelf in her living room. Uh, mm-hmm. And curiously, they are near a huge action figure of the character Link from the Nintendo video game, The Legend of Zelda. She said, my oldest grandson and I are obsessed with playing Zelda. He'll, <laughs> I know. He'll spend the weekend and we do nothing but play Zelda. And she has one very special man to thank for introducing her to the game. And that is Robin Williams. I knew you were going to say that. While filming Mrs. Doubtfire in San Francisco, Sally says that Robin, uh, whose daughter is named Zelda, uh, would visit her and her then two-year-old son, Sam, in the house they had rented close to the production. And she says Robin would come over and play Zelda. Mm. I know. <laughs> On October 29th, I did not know this. On October 29th, 1988, at Aspen Airport in Colorado, Sally and three members of her family were in a private plane that lost its power and it rejected the takeoff and it slammed into other parked aircraft on the runway. And they all survived with minor injuries. I've never heard the term rejected the takeoff. Yeah, me either, which is like, oh, good. One more thing to worry about when you're flying. Yeah, that's, you know, something that I've never worried about. And now I will have to. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, God, please don't reject this takeoff. Dear God. <laughs> uh, in 2005, she was diagnosed with osteoporosis. And her diagnosis led her to create the Rally with Sally for Bone Health campaign with support from Roche and GlaxoSmithKline, that controversial, co- controversially co-promoted Boniva which turned out to be a really bad medicine, which made people's bones even brittler and caused a lot of people to break their femurs. Jesus Christ. I know. Um, During her acceptance speech at the 2007 Emmy Awards, uh, she said, if mothers ruled the world, there would be no goddamn wars in the first place. Fox, which was airing the show, cut the sound and picture after the word God and did not return camera or sound until she was done talking. Uh, And it was because of that that Fox's broadcast standards uh, determined that it was appropriate to drop sound and picture during those portions of the show. She is a fierce advocate for women's rights. She has served on the board of directors of Vital Voices Global Partnership, which is an international women's NGO. Uh, and she has co-hosted the Global Leadership Award six times. She also supported Hillary Clinton's bid for the Democratic Party nomination. She is also a fierce advocate for gay rights. Um, her son, Sam, is gay. Her youngest son. In 2015, she was honored by President Barack Obama with the National Medal of Honors. Uh, in uh, On December 13th, 2019, Uh, She was attending Jane Fonda's weekly Friday climate change protests in Washington, D.C., and she was arrested. Mm. Of her life, Sally said, I have heard people say that I've always been the girl next door, the all-American girl. I think, in reality, my story of a female born in the 40s and raised in the 50s and growing up in a male-dominated business, in a male-dominated household, and a male-dominated society... I think that all that I went through, and some of it not very easy, I am the all-American girl, because I think that's what women have gone through. Hmm. And that 
is Sally Field. May she rest in pit. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh my God. I love her so much. She's such, she's so cute. All right. Here, oh God. Here we go. All of my stuff comes from the wiki, wiki, wiki. Um, uh, Field first got her start on television as the boy crazy surfer girl in the sitcom Gidget. Gidget. So weird. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the show was not an initial success and was canceled after a single season. However, summer reruns garnered respectable ratings, making the show a belated success. Wanting to find a new starring vehicle for Field, ABC next produced The Flying Nun with Field cast his sister. Which- uh, three seasons from 1967 to 1970. In an interview included on the season one DVD release, Field said that she thoroughly enjoyed Gidget but hated The Flying Nun because she was not treated with respect by the show's directors. Field was then typecast, finding respectable roles difficult to obtain. In 1971, Field started, starred, she starred in the ABC television film, Maybe I'll Come Home in the Spring, playing a discouraged teen runaway who returns home with a bearded, drug-abusing hippie. Oh, no, not a hippie. Not a drug-abusing hippie. Uh, She made several guest television appearances through the mid-70s, including a role in the Western uh, Elias Smith & Jones, a popular series starring Gidget co-star Pete Duell. Uh, in 1973, Field was cast in the starring role opposite John Davidson in the short-lived series, The Girl with Something Extra, that aired from 1973 to 1974. Following the series cancellation, Field studied at the actor's studio with acting teacher Lee Strasberg. Strasberg became a mentor to Field, helping move past her television image of the girl next door. During this period, Field divorced her first husband in 1975. Uh, soon after starting with Strasburg, Field landed the title role in the 1976 television film Sybil, based on the book by Flora Rutter Schreiber. Her dramatic uh, portrayal of the young woman afflicted with dissociative identity disorder earned her an Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead, lead Actress in a Special Program, Drama, or Comedy. Good God. And she is so goddamn good in that. Yeah, I still need. I still want to watch that. <clears throat> I started to watch it this week, but... I have the DVD and it doesn't like when you put it in the newfangled Blu-ray player, like it doesn't adjust to, cause it was filmed differently right. like, size wise. So right. it just it's all stretched out and I couldn't do it. Anyway, it's all stretched out. Let's see. It's on. Oh God. No, the remake. There's a yeah, remake. The new one is on that site, but oh, not the old one. Bullshit. All right. Um, well, oh God! Oh, sorry. I almost dropped everything off my desk. Um, do 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 do. In 1977, Field co-starred with Burt Reynolds, Jackie Gleason, and Jerry Reed in the year's second highest-grossing film, Smokey and the Bandit. Oh my God! I remember when that came out on TV, and we, it was on like it felt like every Saturday fucking night. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, <clears throat> in 1979, she played the titular. T- Union organizer and Norma Ray, a film that established her as a dramatic actress. Uh, Vincent Camby, reviewing the film for the New York Times, wrote Norma Ray is a seriously concerned contemporary drama illuminated by some very good performances and one Miss Fields that is spectacular. For her role in Norma Ray, Field won the best uh, female performance prize at the Cannes Film Festival and Academy Award for Best Actress. 
Uh, let's see. Then came a second Oscar for, for her starring role in the 1984 drama Places in the Heart. Feels acceptance speech has since been both admired as earnest and parodies parodied as excessive. She said, oh, Benton, what you did for me, you changed my life. Truly, this means so much more to me this time. I don't know why. I think the first time I hardly felt it because it was all so new. I owe a lot to the cast, to my players, to Lindsay and John and Danny and Ed and Amy and my little friends, Jenny and Yankton. I owe a lot to my family for holding me together and loving me and having patience with this obsession of me. But I want to thank you, but I want to thank you to you. I haven't had an orthodox career and I've wanted more than anything to have your respect. The first time I didn't feel it, but this time I feel it. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. A uh, field was making a humorous reference to dialogue from her role in Norma Ray, but many people missed the connection. Field later parodied herself when she delivered the line, often misquoted as you like me, you really like me, in a Charles Schwab commercial. <laughs> uh, in 1985, she co-starred with James Garner in the romantic comedy Murphy's Romance. God, I love James Garner. When I was little, I had a weird uh, taste. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was also in love with Leonard Nimoy. I had oh, very... Oh, Yes. <laughs> and then when I got to high school, I only dated gay guys. I was all over the map. So confused. <laughs> I really should have known my place in life then. Um, (laughs) Jesus, God. (laughs) uh, My first boyfriend uh, this past year, he apologized. He apologized to me because he's like, you were just so sweet and you were the best girlfriend. And I'm just sorry that I was gay. (laughs) I was like, it's, it's really, please don't ever apologize for that. Um, so let's see, let's see. In 1985, she co-starred with James Garner in the romantic comedy Murphy's Romance in Annie's biography of Garner. She cited her on-screen kiss with Garner as the best cinematic kiss she ever had. The following year, uh, Field appeared on the cover of the March 1986 issue of Playboy magazine. Ooh la la. In which she was an interview subject, but she did not appear as a pictorial subject in the magazine. Well Although done. T- uh, yeah, although she did wear the classic leotard and bunny ears outfit on the cover. Uh, that year, she received the Women in Film Crystal Award for her role as Matriarch Malin in the film version of Steel Magnolias. She was nominated for a 1990 Golden Globe for Best Actress. Mm-hmm. Um, Field had supporting roles in a number of other movies, including... Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Forrest Gump. And uh, she's only 10 years older than Tom Hanks. And she played his mother. Yes. Even though six years earlier, only yep. six years earlier, this blows my mind. Cause it feels like a different time altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started together in punchline. Yeah. Other 1990s films includes not without my daughter. Uh, Soap dish. Home, homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. Um, some episodes of King of the Hill. She co-starred with Natalie Portman in uh, Where the Heart Is and appeared opposite Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. She had a reoccurring role from 2000 to 2001 as Dr. Abby Lockhart's mother, Maggie, who suffers from bipolar disorder on ER, for which she got an Emmy Award. Lovely. Um, let's see. She, uh, her directorial career began with the television film, the Christmas tree. 
And then in 1998, she directed the episode, The Original Wives Club, of the critically acclaimed TV TV miniseries From the Earth to the Moon, also playing a minor role as Trudy, the wife of astronaut Gordon Cooper. And in 2000, she directed the feature film Beautiful. Oh, right. I forgot she did that. Um, she was a late addition to the ABC drama Brothers and Sisters, which which debuted in September 2006. In the show's pilot, her part, uh, Nora Walker, was played by B- Betty Buckley. Oh, oh, poor Betty Buckley. I know. However, she, that's happened to her more than once, hasn't it? Yeah, because she was the original witch in Into the Woods in the tryouts. Oh. And then she was she did the workshop of uh, she was Mrs. Mandrigal and the workshop of the Tales of the City musical, but then that part went to Judy Kay. Oh, jeez! I know <laughs> I did not know that about brothers and sisters. However, the show's producers decided to take the character in a different direction and offered the part to Field, and then she went on to win an uh, Emmy Award for it. Oh, jeez! I just feel bad for Betty Buckley. <laughs> I know that's really sad. Um, did you watch Brothers and Sisters? I didn't. I don't even remember it, even remotely. Yeah, it's good. I was actually doing this this week, think I might do a rewatch. Um, She then portrayed Aunt May in the Marvel Comics films, The Amazing Spider-Man 2012, as its 2014 sequel. Sorry, that was the Andrew Garfield? That was the Andrew Garfield, correct. It goes, some unnamed old lady... (laughs) She's probably famous, and I don't know who she is. Yeah, I think Sally- it's Rosemary Harris, isn't it? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> then Sally Field, and then Marissa Tomei. And then the next series, it's going to be Emma Stone. <laughs> and no, because Emma Stone played his girlfriend. Oh, right. Then it'll be um, Dakota Fanning. <laughs> we'll play Anne May. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to keep getting younger and younger. <laughs> then we'll just have like a child it's younger than <laughs> peter parker um but he lives with her and she pays all the bills so okay well this one up real feels widely praised portrayal of mary todd lincoln and steven spielberg's film lincoln mm. brought her best supporting uh, actress award nominations at the oscars golden globes bafta and scream scream screen actors guild she's so good in it she's so fucking good i haven't seen it oh it's my favorite spielberg movie really yeah yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on limb and say it's not gonna be my favorite. Series. I would I would guess that as well. But I love it because it's like um, it you like if you know history and like even if you only casually know history, you know the outcome of what they're working towards in the movie. But it still is very suspenseful, which I like that when they now do that. is he a vampire hunter in this one? Yes, this is the one where he is a vampire hunter. <laughs> So, if you know history, you know that he was famously a vampire hunter during this period. He was a vampire hunter. <laughs> um, I see. do. Can I share a quick story? Uh, yes. So this is from the from her book, and I love this is one of my favorite stories of all time. So uh, when they were first starting to uh, think about making Lincoln, uh, Liam Neeson was supposed to play Lincoln. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But then he dropped out for whatever reason. And she was attached to play Mary Todd. And then he dropped out for whatever reason. And then Daniel Day-Lewis came on board. And so then, of course, everyone was all worried because she is older than Daniel Day-Lewis. And God forbid that we should get someone younger. Right. Blah, 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 blah. So they, she offered to screen test. And so they made her screen test. 
And so, yeah, so she got to the studio and they got her all decked out in her Mary Todd Lincoln costume. Um, and then she was really nervous about it. She had never met Daniel Day-Lewis. She was nervous because she had heard stories about him. And so she got on the golf cart and they were driving over to the set and then they stopped. And then he came out of the soundstage and he was in his Abraham Lincoln garb and he came over to her and handed handed and like offered his arm to her and Mm -hmm. she said hello mr lincoln and he said hello mother which is what abraham lincoln called mary todd (laughs) and i was like oh my god and from then it was just magic i just got goosebumps i love that story so much that's beautiful except i really hate when husbands call their wives mother it's so creepy i I absolutely agree with you but it's also from the 1800s so you know yes for sure for sure yeah (laughs) <laughs> you know, when Mike Pence does it, it's a little bit different. Um, Absolutely. Anywho. Uh, in 2014, she received a Hollywood, uh, her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Nice. Um, her star is located in front of the Hollywood Wax Museum. So, oh. you know, there you go. Um, do, 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 do. What else? What else? Oh, in 2017, she reprised her role as Amanda Wingfield in the Glass Menagerie on Broadway. Performances began on February 7th, 2017 and previews and officially opened March 9th. The production closed May 21st. Wow, that's not long at all. Yeah, Field it was not well received. Not good. Okay. Uh, well, it's a class ministry. Um, <clears throat> Field had previously <laughs> played the role in the Kennedy Center production in 2004. Uh, she was nominated for a Tony Award for Best Actress in a play for her performance. Uh, and then her memoir, In Pieces, uh, was released in September 2018. So there you go. Yeah, I just love her so much. She's just so comforting. She really is. She's yeah. like a mom. Yeah, for sure. Because like, I find her, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, because I think, I actually think that Meryl Streep would be approachable. Take note, Helen Hunt, Meryl Streep. <laughs> Would be approachable. Okay. She would probably allow you to breathe her air. Fuck yourself. Jesus Christ. Um, Like, I think that Meryl Streep would be approachable, but there would be something like, I don't know. I think she's just as good as Meryl Streep, but there's something more motherly about her. Yeah, I agree. She's more like down home. Like, yes, 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 yes. That's why I was surprised she was raised in California. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I thought she was Midwestern. Do you know your first memory of her? Probably reruns of The Flying Nun or Gidget. Yeah, I never watched Gidget, but I loved me some Flying Nun. And then Smokey and the Bandit, because I had to watch it every time it was on, because my (laughs) grandmother loved uh, him. Yeah, my mom. Reynolds, I forgot. Yep, same way. Just the mustache gets the old ladies going. Yeah. Especially back then. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't see, I was in junior high when I saw Sybil, my grandma, I don't know if I've told this story. My grandma used to take me to see all the scary movies mm-hmm. back in the day. So she would mm-hmm. like took me and my sister and our friends to go see the shining, which was I, a big mistake. And like, yeah, she took terrible me to see parenting, grandparenting, Anvil but Horror I love it. And the terror and terror train. And she took me to all of those. So 
Sybil was on late night. They used to have late night movies, kids, back in the day. Yes. And yes. because it was a miniseries, it was on till very early, the wee hours of the morning. So my grandma oh, they came. they just played like the whole yes, thing? Starting oh, wow, at like okay. 11 or 1130. So my grandma came down to watch it with me to, and just and to ensure that I would not fall asleep during it. And then she just spent that night in my house, at our house. That's so cute. I uh, wish I, I liked my grandmother. Mine was better. I was going to say, I wish I liked your grandmother. <laughs> I wish I liked your grandmother, but she's been nothing but a bitch to me. <laughs> From the grave. <laughs> and you can tell her, oh my God, I'm going to get haunted tonight. I'm going to be like, what the fuck is this? Some random old lady. Uh, I don't mean it, Joe's grandma. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sure you're delightful. Um yeah, so probably really Smokey and the Bandit, but yeah. probably commercials for reruns of those two shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what movie did you have us watch? Because now I'm kind of panicking, and I feel like I hopefully did not watch the wrong movie. I don't think I did. Oh, huh. okay. I what did chose you have us watch? Punchline. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh good. God. Okay. It was between two, so. Um, Correct. And I was like. Oh, I remember seeing punchline in our chat, like seeing the word punchline in our chat. So I was pretty sure, but I was doubting myself for a second. There. <laughs> uh, punchline opened October 7th, 1988 directed by David Seltzer, who we have never heard from again. And <laughs> I think you just couldn't with this movie. I t- couldn't at all. <laughs> it was terrible. And I fucking hated it. I don't think you could either. I actually like. Oh my god! It. Why do I bother? Why do I fucking? <laughs> no, you bo- usually, you know no, 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 no! Don't say I, I usually. I, I haven't like got you it right do. Uh, No, I had no. I'm just gonna say the opposite of whatever my gut tells me when it goes to you. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So I okay. So if you, this is this movie, it, Tom Hanks and uh, Sally Field play stand-up comedians, and. Uh, and that's it. That's really about it. She's a that's, housewife yeah. in New Jersey. Uh, he is uh, he gets kicked out of medical school. And eventually, this is one thing. It's too long for sure. Oh, um, God. It's over two hours. And that's too long for this kind of movie. But eventually, there's a s- subplot plot about they're doing this stand-up comedian TV show contest at the club where they work. And that's really about it. And she's married to John Goodman, who looks really weird in this movie. He looks really strange. And his character. In the end, he redeems himself. But God, is he a prick the rest of the movie? Yes. Um, And did you recognize one of her daughters? No. Candace Cameron. (gasps) No. Is the older one. In the news these days. Yeah. You want to know why? She's a cunt. That's that, why. Yeah, that is exactly why. <laughs> so she's in the news. I couldn't have said in the news. better myself. Um, uh, no, I yeah. did not. And her daughters are brats, too. Yeah, they her are. Her home life just made me, I couldn't. That was the big thing is her home life like made me crazy. Tom Hanks's character made me crazy. Yes. So we have to, like, in order to do this movie justice, we have to talk spoilers because... Um, I saw this at the movies and I haven't seen it since then. And I, my takeaway from seeing this at the movies was that at the contest at the end, I hated how it resolved because fucking infuriating. She goes back off to be a housewife and the white man wins by default. 
Um, yes, she has won the contest and basically it's this is all Tom Hanks has. And if he loses, he's going to just lose it because he's mentally unstable and she has her family. And so she gives it to him because he was in second place. And so she disqualifies herself after finding out she's won so that he will get it. And it just fucking infuriated me because he should have been like, no, you won. And yes, and you're going to take it. And I still feel like it was a a super cop out. But I also this time seeing it like I felt like she really did win because I mean, yes, I would like for her to have had it all. But he's left. I feel like she really is happy and he is is. not happy. She is. And also really she's probably going to become famous anyway. Yes. Because those guys, those TV execs know that she won. Yes. Yeah. And she's a woman. And so she's probably in those times, it would have been very like, Ooh, a woman comedian. Mm." So you get the feeling like she's going to be okay. Yes. He's going to get this TV show, but it's not even a TV show. Like, and I might have, misunderstood this the contest they're having is that what's being filmed and that's an episode of the tv show or is this an audition to be on the tv show it was supposed to be like the tv show right like an episode. so he may never come back so yes he won this episode or whatever but they could very well be like all right well right. thank you exactly and then do another episode Right. At a different club that has nothing to do with him. And he, because he, at the beginning of his set, just goes on this crazy fucking spiel. First of all, my first problem with this, this is my problem in all things like this. You've heard me complain about Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Right. Which I thought of often during this. Of the comedy in this movie is funny. None of it's funny. Didn't laugh once. Yeah. And everybody laughs uproariously like it's. Up. And I'm like, are they hearing something heard. different? <laughs> it's just bad. It's all bad. And so that aggravates me a great deal. Um, now. I, from the other characters, the other, like the supporting characters, I think were actually real life comics, at least a couple of them. They were, were, yeah, they were. So that, okay, that's great. Um, But also not funny. But also not funny. What was that with the nun? That nun, oh my God. Who then played a lesbian at one point? Like, I'm like, I don't know what this is. Had a talk show, I don't know. This movie, here, well, (laughs) here are my notes. Nothing says 80s movies, 80s movie like a uh, sax jazz intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have yet to laugh. Candace Cameron Bray. Um, and then this is utter BS. I'm so fucking mad at her. <laughs> that was about the end. I uh, mind our nice racist set, Tom Hanks. He just oh like God. he does a lot of racist. Like I can't, I can't even pinpoint just one. Oh my God. That was the other thought that I had watching this movie is like, Oh my God, the eighties were so different. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh God. And then I have nice introduction. Fuck face. When she first gets introduced, he's like, Oh, here she comes fresh from a yeast infection or whatever he said. about that. Oh, cause that's hilarious. Yeah. By the way, she's a lady there. 
she's a lady and we always have yeast infections. By the way, no, we fucking don't. You want to know why? Because they're a nightmare. Okay. I know. I was like, fuck you. Anyway, go on. Uh, And then I have a set of the hospital. Like, what the fuck is that? Let's wheel everybody out into this atrium so he can do a set that they all then laugh at uproariously. Uproariously. And he doesn't say not not one thing is funny. No. Not one. Not one thing. None of the comedy, comedy, quote unquote, is funny. I did. I I did think she was. I I will agree with you, but I did think she was better. She was funnier in her stuff than he was. She was. Um, it still wasn't funny. No. Uh. Oh God. It, yeah. And it's I also, just. Oh. Go ahead. No, just go ahead. <laughs> I also liked uh, when I, and maybe this was Candace, uh, when they had the priests over for dinner and the daughter told the joke and it was one as one. Yes, it was Candace. To another. That was funny. <laughs> I did laugh at that. And then she gets that perm. Oh my God. That perm. Why? What? And, and what was the point of that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Now that I you mention it. What was the point? Uh, but I'll tell you what saves this movie for me is Tom Hanks and Sally Field. If you're going to do this movie, you need two people that are extremely likable and yes. extremely talented. Yes. And they both fit that bill. Because Tom Hanks, you like him no matter what. At, at least I do. And I no, think a I, lot of yes. people are like that. Yeah. Um, Be- and yeah, if he was, if that character had been played by someone totally unlikable. Like James Woods. <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> James Woods yeah. and Sharon Stone. Nightmare. That would be, I want that movie now, actually. (laughs) But Um, they are both so good. I really like I, the first hour I was like, and it really, I'm probably glossing over it more than I should. It's when he forces her to get up and do her set in front of those people at the like Times Square comedy place. And he's in the audience mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he has that moment. He's like looking at her and he's like, like he feels for her, like more right. than right. And it's at that moment. I'm like, Oh, and then six years later, they're playing mother and son. Right. That's so crazy. Yeah. Cause she's old. And I mean, they do have a real relationship. Um, he thinks he's infatuated with her and she's basically like, you're fucking nuts. Shut up. Um, and, and, so they were both very good. It's just the movie in and of itself was crap. It was garbage. Yeah. I it was mean, just garbage. Yeah. I don't like saying that I liked it does not mean I think it's a good movie because I don't. Um, but I just really wanted to revisit it. And just also because it deals with the world of stand up comedy. Um, and I will say this too. God, stand up just looks like a nightmare. Oh, God. It just looks like a nightmare. Yeah. Especially in the 80s when you're dealing with a singing nun. Right. And it just feels like, I don't know. It just feels like more heartache than anything else. Yes. So like, even when you do make it or are successful, like none of that to me would be worth it. Yeah. That lead up. Yeah. It just, yeah. All of it. I just hear so often people driving hundreds and hundreds of miles and like to perform at shitty, shitty nightclubs and, college gigs and yeah just sounds like you have to have it in your bones yes because my thing always was i would never want to do that because why would i do 
something by myself. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems lonely. Yes. Very, very lonely. Yeah. Um, so that's that movie. Yeah. Um, out of uh five two. Bro- <laughs> two. I would go two and a half. Two. One for him, one for her. That's it. Oh, it yeah, was- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, fuck that movie. So fuck, <laughs> fuck that movie's drag. Um, and you picked. I picked Norma Ray. The knee slapper of the year. <laughs> I thought to myself, what says funny lady? Norma Ray. Um, I think you. Oh, fuck me. What's your gut tell you? I don't know. See, now my gut's even confused. I think, I think you liked it. Hmm. I do. I remember loving it and I didn't, l- I admire it. I admired it this time around. Yes. That's exactly how I feel. I, she I is think amazing in she it. She is amazing. It is extremely well-made. I just didn't feel yes. emotionally connected to it for whatever reason. Me neither. Yeah. Um, Norma Ray is a 19, 1979, I almost said 99, American drama uh, directed by Martin Ritt. You know, Martin Ritt. Oh, Martin. No, oh, Martin. And it's based on the true story of Crystal Lee Sutton. Um, excuse me, which was told in the 1975 book, Crystal Lee, A Woman of Inheritance by reporter uh, Henry P. Lieferman. It stars Sally Field. Bo Bridges, Ron Liebman, Pat Hingle, uh, which, by the way, I did not realize that pa- Pat Hingle was missing a pinky finger. I know. Isn't that crazy? And they, and I was like, ah, what is that? <laughs> um, uh, Barbara Baxley and Gail Strickland are in are featured in supporting roles. The film follows Norma Ray Webster, a factory worker with little formal education in North Carolina, who becomes involved in a tra- in trade union activities at the textile factory where she works after her and her co-workers' health is compromised due to poor working conditions. Um, she won Best Actress at Cannes. Um, Let's see. The film received four nominations at the Academy Awards, including Best Picture, uh, and it won Best Actress and Best Original Song for its theme, It Goes Like It Goes. You know, that song that I remember. Um, And do you know what song it beat? What? The Rape Connection. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was a mistake that year. I mean, uh, yes. Rainbow Connection? Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Connection? <laughs> that is the only song that consistently makes me cry every fucking time I hear. Well, Summer of the Rainbow, too. But Rainbow Connection. I can't. Uh, I need a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> one thing. Take I'm your moment. incensed. One, yes, one thing I ahead. love about this movie is that it feels so authentic in every Oh my God. Aspect yes. of it. Everyone feels like the right, like authentically working yes. in that factory, the locations, like her shitty, shitty house that she lives in with Bo Bridges. Oh my God. Yeah. God. I was so, I was like, Oh my God, her house is so bad. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Um, and Bo Bridges was a little bit of a biscuit. He was, he was, who would ever would have um, thought that? 
right. Rob Lieb, Ron or Rob? What's Ron. his name? Ron Liebman has looked exactly the same his whole life, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, he respectfully is not a biscuit. Um <laughs> <laughs> Sally Field, holy shit, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh my god. Always wearing those hair. Little, yeah, those oh. old scoop neck t-shirts. Oh my god, and the bell bottoms. She was she was made. To live in the seventies. Well, yep. I mean, literally, because she was born in. That was a stupid thing to say. You know what I fucking. Meant, <laughs> I do okay? know what you fucking meant. <laughs> um, she is so so good. Her accent so good. Yeah. Um. Uh. Her dad is so good. Everybody is great. It's just yeah, you don't really care. And uh, one of my biggest things is that I think is so funny. How many managers did that? factory need i know so many angry white men so many angry white men also and pardon my ignorance why would they be so against a union because they would have to put things in place that they would have to spend money on probably yes and okay yeah they i mean it just takes the power away to be able to exploit them like that one guy said that they were put on something where they had to work like three days only in a row right for like half the but money do twice the work half yep. the money yeah if they wanted to keep their job yeah and then spoilers 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 her because fa- her father and her mother and her all work at the same place and uh he's going about his business and um his left arm goes numb and he's like i need a break and the manager's like you get a break in 15 minutes like you'll be fine and he fucking dies from a heart attack at work yeah. right there. Like, fuck. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and then they pit uh, black people against white people. Yep. Yeah. Like they lied and they put something on the bulletin board. Like the black guys think that they're going to get one over on you if there's a union. And um, I just. It's so. Like, we still have such a long way to go, but even for being in 1979, I was still shocked at how. Backwards it was still yep. in 1979. Yep. I yep. mean. Remind me a lot of Silkwood. I just had the same sort of vibe. Yes. Yes. Um, but with less murder. <laughs> you know, murder is ma- what makes it exciting. You know? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, Silkwood had more of an espionage. It, I, I feel like Silkwood had higher stakes. Yes. Yeah. And maybe that's why, because I was also just sitting here thinking like I did. I certainly when I watch Silkwood, I am very emotionally connected to all of those people. So all of them, every single one. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's just more at stake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because even if they just continue working there and there's no scandal, they're still all probably going to get cancer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and this was just about you. It was just about union. <laughs> just about um, a union. So yeah. But yeah, she is um, amazing in this movie. Oh, she's so good. Everyone is so 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 good. But it's yeah. just yeah, I don't really. It is what it is. Yeah, it goes like it goes. It goes like it goes. So. <laughs> um, um, out if of if you want to see a young Sally Field, you know, give it a watch. Out of five. I'm going to say I'm going to separate my actual enjoyment 
of it and just go by its merits mm-hmm. and it's and I'm gonna say five. Wow. Okay. It doesn't mean I enjoyed it at a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But I can appreciate that it yeah. is a five. Mm-hmm. I will do the same thing then and I will give it a four and a half. Okay. So um yeah, for my enjoyment, probably a three. Yep, that's exactly where I was too. Yeah, probably a three, but I I I know that it's an important film and it's so well done and everyone in it is so fucking good. So five, five. Uh, And I don't think either one of these movies is streaming anywhere. So if you want to watch them, they're both rentals. I would not recommend watching punchline paying money for it. Um, Please don't pay money for punchline. Please don't. I couldn't believe it wasn't on the super secret site. I mean, they got to make money off that movie somehow. I suppose (laughs) every last nickel. (laughs) <laughs> it couldn't have made that much money, you know, when it was released. Um, so yeah, uh, and we should do that. We should give it two ratings, like how actually good it is cinematically, and then our uh, enjoyment level. Enjoyment level, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I was the other movie I was going to do is Hello, My Name Is Doris, which I do love, which is streaming on Netflix. I'm just putting it out into the world. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, I gotta find Sybil. I'm so it's probably on YouTube, probably somewhere. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they put weird things on YouTube sometimes. Yep, shall do. So, all right, that concludes today's festivities. Yes. We're back next week with a little with a little bitty wee pod. Have you chosen your wee pod? I have. We're gonna watch the 1999 made for television film Jackie's Back. Starring the divine Jennifer Lewis. And you're oh. going to have to come over to my house and watch my DVD with me. Oh, my goodness. I, I love this. I love it. I found it anywhere. But she is. Uh, I remember loving it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So. Oh, I like this. I like this new. I like it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, if you want to send us an email, you won't. <laughs> 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 oh god people love it love us for our positivity uh is three funny ladies at gmail.com or you can check us out on the instagram three funny ladies podcast you can slide into those dms and also smash that like button oh, god damn um, and let us know how you like the new logo yeah i think it's adorable i, I wish i looked like that in real life oh you too. That's so cute. Except your well, hair's not blue anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I can't get my hair dyed anymore. I'm allergic now. Oh, you are? Yes. The last time <laughs> the last time I got my hair dyed, I my uh hairstylist looked at me and she's like, Are you okay? And I was like, ah, I feel hot. I feel hot. And she's like, It literally looks like you're going to pass out. And I got the and I calmed down and everything was fine. And then I got home and I was just looking at my hair and nothing looked wrong. I was like a couple days later, nothing looked wrong until I really looked at my hairline and there was stubble coming in because I had lost half my hair. Oh my God. How weird. And I didn't even realize it. Well, you can do that with um, dye. You can become allergic to it. Because remember what I did to my eyebrows? I tried to tint my eyebrows and burn them off. I do remember that. Yes, yes, yes. So I think... I don't, was the hair before or after the eyebrows? I can't remember. So yes, you can develop an allergy to 
the dives and such. So yeah, I can't ever get a copy. Crazy. Well, then I'm glad it's immortalized. <laughs> yeah, right in, in cartoon cartoons. form <laughs> in cartoon form <laughs> all right well we'll uh talk to you guys next week yes bye uh, bye